I'm alone mostly, and I hide most of my pain and my issues from the outside world, but, you know, I'm starting to realize that maybe I don't have to. You know, it's, like, it's not that I'm fake, um, it's just that I'd rather not have everyone or anyone worrying and checking up on me. But the truth is, old habits die hard. I'd like to take a second and thank all those who have encouraged me along the way. And uh, I'm excited because it's just really nice to be real. So, this podcast and what it is about, our mission, the idea for it is uh, surrounding addiction and the treatment and the recovery and the relapse process. Coping to the good times and the bad. And essentially, it is an audio diary and my, quote, step work, but without the traditional approaches of NA and AA. I have a vision for it being an honest, a funny, a sad, and often scary, informative, educational, enlightening, and the emotional aspects of this that you uh, deal with along the way. A true version of episodic storytelling, more or less, that I need your input and insight on. struggle with the ability to express yourself well and are often faced with not being able to find the words to explain who you are or what you've been through or what you're going through. I wrote a grant and it's written from a perspective that most of us really in reality can't afford to go to therapy and we want it but we've had to look at other resources as our friends, our co-workers, our family and you know, I realized in the process of going to rehab that not all of us have our, our families anymore due to estrangement, due to devastating uh, consequences that are unable to be repaired um, from the current state. And my hope is to gather a core team of facilitators that will serve as the hosts and the co-anchors for this. Five years ago, I checked into a treatment facility, and that decision ultimately saved my life. I was informed about things I didn't know. I discovered problems I had that I'd never actually faced. I was taking Adderall uh, every day for five years, and those first two years, well, I thought they were amazing. And uh, then during the third year, I noticed that my personality was rapidly changing, and I was depressed. And at one point, I was suicidal. I have a hard time admitting this, and it's only been in the recent time, almost nine years later, from starting this uh, roller coaster, um, but I've made some horrible decisions, and uh, some horrible things have happened to me as a result of those decisions. A lot of my days has been, been filled with despair, and I felt like I was stuck in a pit, but that pit and where I was stuck at was by my own hand. See, when you get to such a dark place that it seems impossible to see the light, that's when you start heavily abusing drugs. And for me, that was cocaine, meth, and Adderall. And everything in my life has become out of control. I don't even know the girl that I once was anymore, because this isn't Alex. It hasn't been Alex for a long time. But for what it's worth, in this journey of sobriety, I think that building your natural character back up is a big part of this recovery process. And in that, you force yourself to do some of the things you really don't want to do. And after you overcome your challenges, you realize that maybe you didn't need those pills or that drug after all. You don't need those things to be successful. And it feels really, really good. 
I ask God to restore my sanity, and uh, I do that every day. I think that what our country and what we all uh, face in this um, epidemic that is the opioid and methamphetamine crisis in our country, I think that people are ashamed to admit that they have a problem. I think that people are ashamed to admit that they need help. Um, and it doesn't have to be like that. If we could open up that line of commu communication, then I believe that we really could see some change that is um, significant. I had to get help, and I, I still need help. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm slowly trying to rebuild my life and right my wrongs. Every day when I wake up now, I slowly gain back a little more of my spirit, thanks to God and a few of these earth angels um, that have never given up on me. And in the mornings now, each of my days, I feel blessed, I feel happy, and I'm grateful. This last part is important. If you or someone you know is struggling or you suspect they may be abusing drugs, there are so many incredible resources available. And sometimes all it takes is someone approaching you from a place of peace without judgment and someone that's willing to listen to you, someone that's open with a kind heart and demeanor, someone that's understanding instead of shutting you down. A person that needs help is stuck in a place of fear and they're afraid to change. They are wrapped in self-doubt. It's a spiral that never ends. Eventually you reach a point though and that's at the point of no return. When you get there, guys, it is sad because it's too late. The damage that you've done and that you've caused, the havoc you've wreaked for months, for days, for years, for decades. Well, the damage to your personal and professional relationship is done and the debt is high. With the debt comes depression and with the judgment and the secrets and the ridicule comes isolation. And with facing reality and the truth comes acceptance or denial. I have struggled with addiction most of my adult life and somehow uh, I often question why I've maintained my appearance to others, but I've failed to rise above my struggles. And it's these unspoken assumptions that I feel surround me, the whispers and the eyes of disassociation from people that you thought were your friends, from your family, from strangers. People that think you have money when you don't, people that think you're happy when you aren't, people that think everything's okay when it's not. When you start to become uh, engrossed in all the things that you want instead of the things that you need and then in worse situations instead of the things that you actually have it's that need for control and the lack of faith it's neglecting your spirituality and bottling up your emotions addiction is feeling like you never fit in when surrounded by groups and large groups of people by being surrounded by people you love you lie and you lie to some people you love you lie to someone you thought once trusted you and you even lie when you don't have to. So you lie to keep your secret safe. In the height of drug addiction and depression is when you will see the light if you are willing, if you want to change. And after that, that's when the healing begins. For me, it's been my walk with God. You know, you can make excuses and blame it on others, but it won't get you anywhere. For me, 
growing up without a parent involved due to divorce wasn't great but you know what it wasn't bad actually it was great because you know what it taught me to be strong it taught me to make decisions and it had days with outcomes that I didn't think were serious at the time sometimes things happen that are out out of your control you break relationship and you break promises that you shouldn't and for those of us that don't know how to express and share their feelings and when therapy's not really an option due to pride, due to ego, due to money, it can trigger memories when you actually do get therapy and help and open up that can trigger those buried pieces of inside of you, the pieces within your heart you know many of people that are in addiction find these moments of when people reach out to be fleeting but they're moments that ultimately you can take advantage of and find those missing pieces to the puzzle the pieces that you were never able to find before addiction can destroy your spirit your body and your mind and it can get the best of you if you let it but that's rooted in ignoring the truth when you get honest with yourself is when your life will begin to change.